This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Ashley's voice got, has gotten pretty deep here recently. Hey, I'm Ben. Yeah, and I'm Wells. <laughs> Wells is man in the ship today. I am on the road heading uh, to the beautiful town of Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and so I'm in a car right now. If it sounds a little funny, that's why. And we brought in uh, one of the podcast's closest friends, one of my closest friends, personally, Wells Adams, to man this ship because this is a special episode. It is a special episode. Well, I think it's funny, Ben, because you were just on my podcast, my most recent one, and now I'm coming on yours. So we'll just go back and forth for the next um, <laughs> next couple episodes. It'll be fine. No one's going to get sick of us, I promise you. Uh, well, just uh, I'm interested. I've done two of your uh, podcasts now. Yeah. Um, I've gotten a lot of reviews, and it's crazy because I've said some weird stuff on your podcast, mm-hmm. and, the, and the reviews have all been like pretty positive coming off of them. What are some of the things you've learned about me from me doing your podcast? You really want to you want to do this on your podcast? I'm, I'm... No, I don't. Let's skip it. Let's, no, are you no, sure? It. No, Wells, do it. Now you have to. We found out that Ben uh, is not a purveyor of toilet paper. Right. Uh, he uh, likes to do his uh, his business and then immediately get into the shower, which is not completely weird. I, my brother does that as well. Um, but we also found out that to clean himself, he uses a, um, a washcloth and, and I asked, do you change out that washcloth, uh, every shower? And we found out, no, no, uh, he likes to, uh, save onto that puppy for an entire week, which I think is where people got a little weirded out by it. (laughs) I think that was me stretching the truth too. I Um, think I was just trying to come up with some good good content. I'm, uh-huh. I feel like I'm very hygienic. We've talked about this. I'm, I, I don't gross myself out very often, but, but here's something we also talked about. And for everybody out there listening, please email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. I, I made the comment on the last podcast that if, if we everybody does weird stuff in the shower, or maybe we should say weird stuff when they're alone. Like We can't deny that we are odd, like, odd creatures when we are alone. And, and people have responded with some of the weirdest stuff on Twitter on things that they do when they're alone. Wells, what's the weirdest thing that you do when you're alone? Oh, man. In the shower, I only sing David Bowie, Life on Mars, and I do the, both the, uh, the high parts and the low parts. And I think I sound phenomenal. All right. And then one day, Sarah started like videoing me doing this, not like me actually in the shower, but like outside. And yeah. I was thinking I sounded so good. Like no one, like not even Bowie could do what uh-huh. I was doing. And then I listened back to it and it sounded like cats in heat and it was really embarrassing. And that's when I realized <laughs> I should shut the heck up in the shower. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've heard you sing. You yeah. and I have had a good night together. One of my favorite nights in the last <laughs> year was with was with Wells. We I went to Nashville um, for a fundraiser, and one of the nights, Wells and I just decided to to kind of carve out time to spend it together as friends. We went back to his house after uh, playing darts for a few hours. Turned on the record player. This is one of the things I love most about Wells. Is is he? A, he's a vintage man. I mean, he he loves the the raw. The, the deep things, the real things of life. And he has a record player that we tuned on and played records for probably two hours, just him and I on the couch singing songs, uh, singing songs that we love. My favorite, my favorite moment of that weekend was the next morning because we were, we were a bit worse for the wear the next morning. 
And yeah. my my bloodhound Carl really much <laughs> like America fell in love with uh with Higgy Baby over here. And Higgins walks into my room and I'm like half naked in my bed, like trying to get up and he's like, I gotta go and and Carl like jumps on you, like doesn't want you to leave and I was like, Oh my oh. god, it's not just yeah. Bachelor Nation, it's also Pet Nation that loves Higgins. <laughs> It's the bloodhound. We we had a connection. I like that. I like that dog. You've got a good friend of that dog. We've had some great memories, Wells. You are one of my favorite people. We're going to head to Vegas very soon for the iHeart Fest. Um, That's a really big deal. You're going to be hosting a few things. I'm going to be out there uh, walking around, you know, just, I guess, listening to music, just being a waste of space. Um, But if any of our listeners are, are, you know, interested in joining us at iHeart Fest, uh, please um, go to Amy. What's the website they go to get tickets? iHeartRadio.com yeah. backslash tickets. Are you playing? Um, are you playing poker with with people and stuff? Blackjack. Blackjack. I, you're playing too, Will. Oh, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst blackjack player in the world. How can you Good. be bad at blackjack if you know how to count? I. That's the thing. Don't know how to do that. <laughs> Why do you think I got into radio? I didn't have to do any math at all. All right. All I had to do is know when a minute was up. That's the trick. But that's radio. for charity. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Is that's for charity? So uh, we're gonna be playing blackjack with a few people for charity. Uh, make sure you go to iHeartRadio.com uh, backslash tickets for tickets to iHeartFest. It is my favorite festival of the year. Every year, something amazing happens. Yeah, this is like our third year doing it together, Ben. We're like I'm getting old. God, we're like besties, you know. It's great. Feels good. I remember my I remember my first year. Exactly, we're on a text thread right now with uh, you know some of the beloved people who were not named Bachelor, uh, Blake and Jason and Becca Tilly's on this thread and Wells and, and producer Amy, um, Ashley's on here as well, and Jared. I don't know. There's a lot of people. Anyway, um, I, I realized how excited Blake and Jason are to attend iHeartFest this year. And for me, I'm really excited. I'm, I get excited every year, but I feel like a veteran. Like I don't yes. like the mm-hmm. first year, I was anxious and nervous, and I didn't know what to expect. And now I just feel like an old man walking into iHeartFest, like showing the youngins. You can tell from their text, Blake and Jason are like. First of all, they were so happy to get into the text thread. Yeah. I think yeah. they were pretty jazzed. And then their comments are like, "Oh my God, what's happening?" Yeah. Like, what is this? And then Dean mentioned the wave pool at Planet Hollywood. You remember that, Ben? Oh, yeah. And yeah, it was like, yeah, I do. They were just like, what's happening? We get to go it's on a so... wave pool. And I felt bad for those guys because obviously they're not The Bachelor. So I feel like the the floor kind of fell out from underneath them uh, uh. a little bit. And then, of course, Ben chimes in with me and like, let me tell you something, buddy. Uh, while... While Colton is making people cry and crying himself every single night, uh, we're going to be in Vegas watching some of the best <laughs> musicians in the world. Let me tell you who won, not Colton. Right? And the funniest oh, thing is, so I think usually the iHeart Radio Music Festival is the same night as the first rose ceremony. Yeah. So Colton's going to oh. literally be in hell, and Blake and Jason are just going to be like, what? The only thing that sucks about yeah. this is that I know the bouncer gets his phone taken away just like all the other contestants, and that means that Colton won't have that FOMO. He won't yep. see that, man, I really shouldn't have pitched myself so hard on Paradise to be the bouncer uh, because I'm missing out on iHeartFest. Uh, that's one thing. Well, I'm interested in this. Before we get started, we have a huge podcast. It's obviously 
Paradise has ended. We've seen the reunion. We've seen the proposals. We have some incredible guests coming onto the podcast. Some of, uh, I guess, Bachelor in Paradise's favorites. We have an engaged couple. We have our beloved segment. This will probably be the last time. Um, we'll have Chicken Nuggets. Uh, so Chicken, David Ruiz. David's on coming podcast. on? I oh, love David. Chicken Man. We call it Chicken Nugget. Yeah, that's good. He's, he's, he's something else. But before we get into Paradise, well, you've been around Fulton. Bachelor yeah. Nation reacted once The Bachelor was announced. Uh, I would not say it was positive. I was actually surprised that it was so much, I felt more negative than when Ari was announced. It was so negative that Mike Fleiss, the creator of the show, had to come out and, and not apologize, but say we're listening, Bachelor Nation. We understand that you maybe aren't excited about this. I mean, I, I, I've voiced my concerns about Colton on this podcast. He's a friend of mine, but I've just said, is he ready? You know, I, I'm concerned that he, you know, he's not, uh, he's too indecisive. I've, I've said those things, but as a person, I love Colton. He's a great dude. Um, but just as a bachelor, let's go into this. Well, how do you feel about Colton becoming a new bachelor? Well, I was never the bachelor. I feel like I was like fourth place a couple years in a row. So thanks for <laughs> rubbing that in there, bud. Um, but as an almost bachelor, how do I feel about it? Well, here's the thing. I, I got to spend some time with Colton actually in paradise. And if you had asked me while we were filming in Sayulita, I would have been like, there's no way on God's green earth they're going to have this kid be the bachelor because he he was so un... No, here's the thing. He knew exactly what he wanted. He just didn't have the cojones to actually say it uh, until uh. it was too late, you know? If he had just been completely transparent and was like, hey, listen, I know we had this thing to you, but... I really want to not date you. Um, I think it would have been a, it would have been harder at first, and he kind of did that. But then I feel like the pressure and the weight of what he assumed everyone was going to think of him watching it back made him make his decision. And the one thing I saw, said to him the other day when we were doing Good Morning America when they announced it, I was like, hey, man, you're a really nice guy. And even in Paradise, he says the thing of, like, I've always done the thing that everyone wants me to do and not what I want to do. I was like, you can't do this with this one. You need to do what you want to do, what's best for you. And if you don't, then you're going to have, a, I don't know, an Ari moment where you're going to make the wrong decision, and then you're going to regret that for the rest of your life. It's time to all of a sudden, you know, Make the decisions that you think are best for you, not what's going to be best for your image or what people are going to perceive right. you as. And so I hope he took that to heart because, listen, I've never been a professional football player, but the way people um, see you on the field or uh, at events and stuff, that affects you. And I think that that was to his detriment because he already knew coming in uh, what that was going to look like on a national scale. And the whole thing is this show is... It's all about authenticity. And what I love about the show, and the thing that I love when people say I got a bad edit, it's like, no, you didn't get a bad edit, dude. You just were super yeah. inauthentic. Right. And people can smell yeah. that from a freaking mile away, man. And the, I, peop the people that are authentic are beloved. Even if they make terrible decisions, right. Joe is a really good example of that. Like, that guy is just like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I should be here anymore. I got to go. I want to leave now. Like, I, I have Joe turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger there for a second. But, whatever. Yeah, but everyone loves him because he's so uh, real and authentic. And then Colton's over here crying his eyes out. And everyone's like, ah, I don't know. We kind of knew you didn't like her, man. That is such an interesting point because I think it's why people like the both of you because – you really were yourselves. Yeah. 
Wait, I have a question. I tried really hard. For both of you that I really <laughs> want you to think about and people listening. So when people are saying they're not happy with the choice of Colton, I think they're thinking about Colton like the guy. You know, like, oh, he should have been with Tia or whatever they're thinking about him. But I think if you think about it, what's going to be the most entertaining show to watch? I think it is going to be Colton. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Well, it's like he, he might not be my favorite guy compared to Blake, Jason and Colton. But as a show to watch someone's, quote, journey, yeah. I think his will be the most interesting to watch. What if he becomes authentic? What if he be, figures out who he really is? You know what I mean? Like we're going to get to be a what's that like a fly on the wall. Fly yeah. on the wall. I, I think that yeah. if I could, if I was a producer of the show, the way that I would be looking at why this is a really, really good idea for the franchise is middle America is going to love this guy. He's uh, he's just like a good, um, I, I assume, like religious I mean, obviously, he's a virgin. He's like a perfect, nice guy. And I think middle and football player, obviously, and is a monster of a man. I think that middle America is really going to love this. And I think the people that are upset are the, I don't know, the the people from the East Coast and the West Coast. They're like, no, we wanted the... The the not so nice guy, but I am excited that uh, someone might lose their V card in a fantasy suite. I mean, come on! I totally want to watch. I'm not yes. afraid to admit it. Like, I want to see what happens. I mean, I I mean, I here's what I want to have. This is a this is what I want to have happen. I want them to start a timer from when they close the fantasy suite door to when. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what is interesting? I, 15 is, seconds. Where to go, buddy? If, if Bolton was a girl virgin bachelorette, they would never be able to do half of what they're doing. Like, did you guys see Kimmel teaching Colton about the birds and the bees? No. They would never be able to do that if no. it was a girl. So there is sort of a double standard, which, whatever. I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, well, I can swallow that. Me too. Yeah. I can do you know, the, the cool part about Colton, too, being the bachelor, is you said it well. For me, I understand why people are a little bit thrown off by it. It, it. You know, he was just with Tia. I think everybody in there read through the lines there and said, Colton never wanted to be with Tia. That was what he did in Paradise. He thought it was the right decision because of what people would think of him when he always wanted to be the bachelor, which in, in a sense isn't a bad thing. He was just, he, like you said, he didn't have the cojones just to say, Tia, this isn't going to work for me. I'm here to be clear set the record straight, say we aren't together so that I can move on to this next phase of life that I think is a good opportunity for me. Um, if he would have done that, kudos to him. He's walking into a show, and, and well, you said all of it, and, and I just want to reiterate it and, and, and sum it up a little bit, where as The Bachelor, you have no, no freedom to be indecisive. You have to be decisive. If not, it looks terrible. It is terrible. It drags people along in an experience that they don't want to be dragged along into. It plays with their emotions during an experience that you cannot have their emotions being played with. He needs to be decisive. He needs to do what he thinks is best. He needs to follow his God-given intuition, make these decisions clear. But I think this is the part I'm excited about. For me, well, I don't know if you, I'm interested. Please answer this uh, here. But for me, I realized more about myself during my time on The Bachelorette and Bachelor than any other season of my life. I came to be able to understand myself better, talk about myself in, in, a, in a more uh, positive way, uh, understand what I want in a relationship better through this show. Uh, I wonder if we're going to see Colton do the same thing 
during his stint on The Bachelor. Uh, because I know a lot of people that have kind of felt that same way coming off the show. Yeah. I don't know. I just There's just one moment that I had with Colton on Paradise that worries me a little bit going forward as, as The Bachelor. And I was kind of like backstage. That's not really a great word for it. But I wasn't on on set yet. And I was like getting food before I had to go uh, bartend. And he had come back from his date and he came up to me with Tia so excited. And he was like, Hey man, let me introduce you to my girlfriend. This is my girlfriend. And he said girlfriend a couple times. And, and I was like, Oh, that's, that's super rad dude. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, are you trying to convince yourself of this? Or are you trying to convince me of this uh, right now? Right. And I don't want him to push you- with this whole thing because uh, like I, like I said before, it's going to come across so forced and, um, I don't know. I just want him to be, like you said, true to himself. And if he can do that, I think that he might give you a, uh, like a run for the money in terms Instead of like the best bachelor. Playing the part of the bachelor. Because yes. even when he was here and I like him, I felt like I'm playing the part of the guy that's probably going to be the bachelor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I and Jason did that too a little bit. I yeah. guess they can't really help it. I don't know, man. Like, so when I remember, because I went on Bachelorette like right after Ben was the bachelor right and and i remember the conversations that we'd have with producers and they were talking about ben's journey to becoming the bachelor and i remember alon asked like telling me the story of asking you and you were like man i don't know i i I need to do some soul searching i need to do some praying over this i need to talk to my family and it always weirds me out a little bit when they ask that question and someone's like, yeah, I'm totally ready to do this right now. And it's oh. like, it's like, OK, you're, you sound a little thirsty here, you know, yeah. and I, one, I mean- the, the one thing that that was uh, talked about a lot on Paradise was, OK, OK, so this dude, he jumped into Tia's DMs. Uh, you know, bef- bef- when everyone kind of thought that Tia was going to be the Bachelorette. Uh, and then he kind of like pulled back. And then he, uh, you know, did Becca's season and that didn't work out. And then he went on Paradise. And everyone's like, this guy's just trying to be the Bachelor. And I don't really think that's true just from f- meeting him and finding out how like of a wonderful guy he is. But um, if he did like long con this whole thing, way to go. That yeah, is impressive. He played it. I mean, he did it. He yeah. he he got what he I would think was was maybe hoping for, not even knowing he was hoping for it. I I would say I'm I'm anxious and excited about this season of The Bachelor because of all the stuff we're talking about. There's so many things that Colton knows that he's had issues with that the world, after watching him on two seasons of the show, knows he's had issues with. That but yet we know he's a good dude. We know his intentions are, are actually probably really good. All good and we're now just all wondering. Ashley, we can hear you. Ashley just joined you, Ben. Oh, hi. Hey, Ashley. Hi, uh, Ashley. I was just, hi. I was just saying that I think we're all going to watch him um, become uh, maybe the best bachelor of all times if he can just figure out where his intentions actually lie. And I think that's an exciting thing to watch. He doesn't have to be perfect going into it. What if he finds his perfect match that helped him become more perfect while he's on the show. That's- Can Colton be more perfect, Ben? Is that possible? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, he's a 6'5", <laughs> he's a 250-pound, ripped, good-looking, smart, intelligent, caring, ex-football player. That seems like a good dude. I know. A good guy. A lot of puppy Actually, picks, a lot of baby picks. He's really rolling good. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got to stop it. I, 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 I've, I've told you that. That's your thing. Yeah. Well, I, the puppy picks need to stop. Once he, 
once I get to talk to him again, that'll probably be my only piece of advice. Will be, hey, Colton, I know you're a good dude. I know your intentions are actually really good. You made some mistakes along the way. One of those is way too many companies. <laughs> That's the well, the thing. Ashley, we're just finishing up uh, our thoughts on Colton becoming the next Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all in favor of it. We think we think it's a good decision, but we think there's a lot of unknowns entering into his season. Uh, before we move on to Paradise, Ashley, I would love to hear your thoughts. Okay, I have so many thoughts. We all know that I've been very attached to the Colton and Tia storyline the entire time because it's probably the most paralleled storyline to Jared and mine that has ever existed, right? So I'm going to need to, like take a few weeks to really detach myself from that my heart goes out to tia i think she was so funny on insta story this week she was like hi america i just want to let you know that i'm still alive she's so she's so cute and funny i got giant sunglasses from becca that are covering up the big bags under my eyes yes you guys come on how can you not feel for her it is not easy to go from getting broken up to, like, breakups are hard in the first place, right? So then imagine getting broken up with on TV, still pretty much being in love with this guy, and then he becomes The Bachelor. And even if you choose not to watch the show, he is going to be all over your internet. Even if you choose not to be on Instagram, you're going to see him at the grocery store. You're going to hear about him on the radio. It's going to be totally inescapable for her, and it's going to be the saddest thing ever. Normally, we see somebody who was dumped, not somebody who did the dumping. Yeah, I know. We need to get Jen Saviano in here and ask her yes. how she felt about it. Here's my question to you, Ashley. Uh, is Tia going to be back on uh, The Bachelor? There's no way. No She's way? She's not going to do that to herself. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if they brought her in for a cameo 100%. just to freak him out for a second, right? 100% he's, she's yeah. going to be there. Yeah. And how how much do we bet that there's going to be a limo full of virgins and then there's going to be a limo full of Tias? <laughs> what, like Southern girls? No, like legit like their, their names, names are, are Tia? Tia. All right. Just so it haunts him throughout the entire time. <laughs> I just want Raven to come on and just yell at him for like no real reason whatsoever. Just hey, to like oh. freak That's him out. That's what I want. <laughs> I just want to see her screaming. Absolutely screaming. Uh, we'll dedicate a whole episode to breaking down The Bachelor. It's going to be a good offseason. We're going to bring back the bitches. We're going to talk personal life a little bit more. We're going to talk Colton and all the juice surrounding his upcoming season. We'll bring Wells back. Um, but today we're here to talk about Paradise because Wells is an expert at it. But Ashley's an expert at having beautiful hair. Ashley, how do you do it? It's with Sugar Bear hair. Imagine all the other celebrities who's, who you're hair envious of, and they probably use Sugar Bear hair. Wells, I have always told you that you're never going to lose your hair. You have that ability. So uh, I just need to know how do you keep it shiny? Sugar Bear hair, of you course. You never told me that. No, oh, Ben, well, we're worried about your your, your hairline, yeah, man. Yeah, you're you're worried oh. about your own hair, hair, Ben. Oh, okay. I heard you. Okay, good point. I yeah, can't. a little bit. Good point. All right. Well, Sugar Bear Hair is a bestseller on Amazon with thousands of rave reviews. They they taste like sweet, delicious candy made with the real juice of berries, and they contain everything you need for stronger, healthier hair. It has as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli and as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs, and you get it all in two little delicious blue bears. The nutrients from Sugar Bear Hair have also been found to help your nails and skin quality over time. So go to sugarbearhair.com slash almostfamous for beautiful hair like Wells and a healthier you. That's 
sugarbearhair.com slash almost famous sugarbearhair.com slash almost famous to get the kind of hair of your favorite celebrity you know my one complaint about sugar bear hair is you want to eat all of them. Yeah, you're only supposed to eat yeah. two of them. I didn't know that at first, and I had like 17. Brandy was like, dude, you can't do that. That's not good for you. They're so, actually better no, than regular so gummy bears. Right? Yeah, but so their strength good. is real. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're good. You know, we actually, uh, I just gave a bottle to my grandma, or maybe yeah, my aunt was talking about giving one to my grandma because my grandma had uh, breast cancer, lost all of her hair. Mm-hmm. It's growing back. But she was wondering if sugar bear hair was actually uh, a good replacement to help that hair grow back stronger and healthier. I don't know, but it could be it, it could be a good idea. Before we move into our next guest, I, I want to talk to Ashley and Wells about one thing, and then I'm going to kind of stop talking for the for this next segment because I'm on the road. These two are going to take it away. I just found out that like all of the celebrities, the McConaughey's, the Kutchers of the world, these guys, they're doing hair plugs. Did you know that, Ashton? I've heard. Oh, yeah, I, I've, I've heard. I've heard McConaughey. I've heard that yeah, McConaughey one. McConaughey totally heard of. Also heard Tom Brady recently. Nick Cage definitely throwing in the plugs. Hey, listen, man. If you if it makes you feel a little bit better about yourself, I say go ahead and do it. You know. I agree. I I definitely agree with that. That was my that was my point to this. Is I heard this. My friends were talking about this weekend up at uh, Walloon Lake in Northern Michigan. We were celebrating Labor Day together, and we were all talking about the fact that all these celebrities have beautiful hair. And that one, and one of the girls stands up. She goes, "Yeah, but they all get hair plugs." And, and but there wasn't this like, "Oh, that's you know, terrible." It was like, "No, that makes sense. Why wouldn't you do that if it makes you feel a little bit better?" Yeah, go for it. Get some hair plugs. Yeah, if you have the money, I don't get why you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Hey, we uh, Ashley uh, and Wells. We have uh, a newly engaged couple. Uh, the most recent from the Back Paradise franchise. Uh, please welcome. The Lovebirds onto the Almost Famous podcast. Chris and Crystal, are you out there? <laughs> yes. On, guys? <laughs> Is that the goose? Is the goose there? Oh, oh my God. Right <laughs> Can someone for once and for all please explain why they call you goose? Like, I never got it. And then it was this nickname that wouldn't die. And Chris wouldn't like, let it go. No, and then Crystal's like, oh, me and the goose. And I'm just like, what? the hell why is he called this well i just remember like every rose ceremony harrison would walk in and be like how you doing goose and it was like oh man like he will not let it go yeah where did it come from uh first off i wanted it to die like the very first time i ever heard it (laughs) and clearly they just kept resurrecting it but uh it came actually in my casting weekend uh for bachelorette and you didn't hear it at all when i was on becca season but then for some reason they wanted to bring it to life in paradise which i'm still suffering with to this day I'm sorry. Chris, you also told me something last week that annoys you, and that is all the comparisons to other famous people online. We got Danny Wood from New Kids on the Block, and then we have Eddie from Friends. Guy from Friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a couple more floating out there, but you said it really annoys you. Oh, man, they're just horrible comparisons. There can be only one goose. (laughs) If I could just get someone that was at least a good comparison i could be happy with it but uh a lot of these ones are just not too flattering to say the least hey i think ben stiller is ridiculously good looking and everyone says he looks like him so you totally look at ben stiller and that is not a bad thing wait i was just looking at your guys's i was just looking at your guys's instagram um i think it was yours crystal and you were asking what your like uh like celebrity name should be have you guys come to a conclusion on that 
Well, I tossed it out there to the mask to kind of get a consensus, and it, I think that Glitter Goose yep. is, you know, mm-hmm. in the lead. Glitter Goose? Glitter Goose. Yeah. Wait, why? Remind us of the glitter illusion. Oh, what? Do you don't remember Oh, my this? God. It's glitter. Yes. Oh, glitter. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, why isn't it just Chris Stahl? Chris yeah. Stahl. Oh, yeah, that's better. Oh. Yeah, I love that way better. It's more classier. Yeah. It's just it's more appealing. Uh, but I don't know. Glitter goose. Uh, I can only imagine a wedding filled with glitter down the aisle and a bunch of geese just flying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how That's I feel about that. Wait, wait, Ashley, what is yours? Ours is Jashley. Jashley? Yeah. Who invented celebrity Jashley? couple names? <laughs> it's the it's worst. It's so bad. Do you Jashley, have one? We have a Jashley and Janner message that goes all the time. Yeah. That's Ashley good. and Janner. God, I'm barfing inside. Uh, yeah. What's yours, Wells? Um, yeah. We got swells for a while, but I didn't like that because... Swells is cute. Yeah, but that meant Sarah wasn't getting a whole lot of love on yeah. on the name. So I, I threw out Hylatums because I felt like that was an even number of letters oh. in it. And Ben, what's your um celebrity couple name? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Amy for Ben and Amy. Oh, Amy. there it is. Woo. Yeah. So Chris, let's go back to you. Um, you guys were both, mm, I don't want to say villains on your season, but that's kind of what you were. But you told me when we talked last week that you never really bonded over the villain thing because you, well. Crystal, they didn't know. You never saw Chris being the villain. And Chris never saw him being the villain. Like going oh, that's right. Right. So when I went to Paradise, so only the first episode was actually out. And so I thought based on my experience, I knew that there would be some ups and downs, but mm-hmm. I didn't think coming out of Mexico and getting a text from my mom and all my friends saying, what the hell is going on? And then actually seeing it back, I was completely thrown off. But then it kind of makes sense because that kind of translates what happened the first few days, the first week in Paradise. Can I say what... the? The way that I perceived it, um, like just from like watching from the bar. Yeah, I'd love. Yeah. To. Okay, so and I did watch both seasons, and if nothing else, you guys were both people that like went for what you wanted. You didn't sit back ever. You made an active role to like go and get the thing that you wanted in your respective seasons, right? And I think a lot of people that go on Paradise. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. They want to go on TV again, and they want to rack up numbers or whatever the heck it is that they go on the show for. But you guys were two people that like really, really wanted to find love. And I hate to use the right reasons thing, but regardless of the fact that everyone thought that you guys were villains or whatever, the reasons why people were angry at you is because you guys were going for the one thing that you wanted. So when you guys got to Paradise, you guys actually went for each other, where a lot of people were just like floundering around and enjoying the drinks and the sunshine, whereas you guys were an authentic, real couple. And it was really, really nice to see that um, unfold. And I'm glad that you guys got like a different... um, perception from the nation to see like uh what being there for the right reasons really looks like oh thank you so much you know i, I love you. to put it that way because i think we both felt just we're just very dominant people mm-hmm. and um definitely voice our opinions when we're upset or not af- afraid to have a conversation whereas i think definitely my time being on the bachelor i noticed a lot of girls would have problems with ari's actions and we would talk about it, but when it would come to the group, they would just, you know, be very timid and, and be quiet because 
having an opinion that stands apart from everyone else, it makes you really stand, you know, isolated in that circumstance. And I think where we came into bachelors, really where uh, Goosey and I connected was, it was, actually on, it was actually on the second day. Wait, time was, out. Time out. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call him Goosey? He is my Goosey. Oh, <laughs> my God. I... He and he loves it. Don't even deny it. Like, you love it. Oh, Wait, wow. Chris, right. what's what's your pet name for her? <laughs> I just I just call her Babe. I mean, oh, there's okay. really nothing. Oh, I can't dude. call her like Glitter Babe or anything. I just I just call her. Babe. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I, I don't know the two of you at all. I, I have never met either of you. I hope we never hang out because if I have to hear Goofy and Babe being thrown back and forth at each other for like two hours, I will get sick. <laughs> It's more of in a private setting. <laughs> Except on this podcast, which has got <laughs> hundreds of thousands of yeah. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so now we know, now we know what she's calling me in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hey, Yo, I got a stack of feathers. I got a stack of feathers handy. Uh, <laughs> hey, sorry to interrupt you. You can go back to your train of thought if you can catch back. Sorry about that. I just, oh, yeah. I, I could not let that one go. I'm, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> all good. You know, we're... Uh, Chris and I really connected with, it was day two, and it was really a conversation about our fathers, and Chris kind of just casually mentioned, like, his dad not being a part of his life, and it really struck a chord with me, because, um, if you guys know, like, I grew up, we both grew up with single moms, really hustling and um, working a lot and just not able to be there, and so we developed, um, as you know, children, very strong, very independent, very ambitious personalities to kind of get what we needed because, I mean, it was really never provided unless we went after it. And when I was doing press the day before Paradise started, I was like, you know, I think I actually need to look for someone with a background like me, kind of that mm-hmm. upbringing and looking for someone a little more damaged and flawed um, because that has been just such a disconnect in relationship. Whereas I was always taking the perfect guy with the perfect family, but in return, it made me really feel like not full, not enough. And it's just hard to explain. And so meeting Chris and hearing that, I mean, it was just like such an amazing connection that I knew immediately was something really special. And now your mom and your moms are best friends. <laughs> they are. They, got, yeah. they have a group chat going. It's, they, they're like soul sisters. Yeah, they do. That is so nice. Crystal, I have to applaud you. You did Paradise so well because you would always close the book on one relationship before going to another, like you did with Kenny. Um, And then, like you did with... um, when Connor came in, you were so upfront with him. You were like, if you really want to take me on this date, you can, but just know it's not going to be promising for you. Right. Yeah, I really thank you so much. Like I was, And that was hard because the whole time, Connor was the person I was really excited to meet. He was the yeah. one guy because he has a really good headshot. <laughs> he has the best headshot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have to do with awesome. That's literally all I have. He does fitness. I feel like we vibe out of everyone, you know. And, um, you know, when he came down, it was like the night before, Chris and I just had this incredible moment. And... That was really hard, and I wanted to give Connor a fair chance of finding someone. And as long as he knew it, like, I felt like we owed it to both of us to kind of explore it. And really coming off that date truly made me realize how much I wanted to continue getting to know Chris and just really cut out all of the relationships and really make this my priority.
What was the moment that? Because I know there's the one that you guys go on the date and. Uh, Chris, you were like, I think, I think tonight's tonight that I'm going to tell her uh, that I love her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, mm-hmm. but Mike, what I'm wondering is, when was the moment that you realized that you were falling in love with her, or that you loved her? Uh, I think it was the moment where it was the night, it was the morning after the rose, the second rose ceremony, and she pulled me aside, and she was very disappointed in me. She was not happy with how I was being and who, who I was being in front of other people. And she felt as if that I was just acting as a hard shell and not being my normal self and being vulnerable. And she said something that really hit me. And she said, listen, you're going to lose me and you're going to have no friends in paradise. And you're going to leave here alone. If you don't develop the self-awareness and show people the real person of who you are. And there were some incidents where I needed to apologize to other people, Pia included and uh, I broke down. I actually, I cried in front of, it was me, Colton, Astrid, and Kevin. And I just broke down and cried in front of everyone. And it was in that moment that I realized this girl is being so caring and giving me advice and really reaching out with a helping hand. And it just shows that she really wants me to become a better version of myself. And she sees the potential in me. And at that moment is when I realized that this is a woman that will always have my back and be that ride or die wife that I've always desired and just never thought I would find it. And here she is right before my eyes in paradise. And, and if you can fall in love with someone when they're yelling at you, that is a really uh important thing. (laughs) If they're mad at you and you're still like, Oh my God, I love you. That's strong. Yeah. It was an eye opening moment. I, you can even see it in the episodes. I was so aggressive and very different in the first couple with my tonality. And then after that, it was just so relaxed, so calming. And I just felt so comfortable. And I think me being comfortable but just allowed me to show who I really am as a man and as a person. You, uh, totally. you know, I have to, the, the one thing I have here is as I picked up on your relationship, I've been wondering ever since I brought it up to Ashley on a podcast episode a couple of weeks back, there was a moment, uh, Chris, where you planned a date for Crystal for her to teach you <laughs> yoga. Uh, and, and it was felt like a sweet gesture in my, from watching it as a viewer, it felt like a sweet gesture that fell short because of this. And this is how I picked up on it. I could be completely wrong, and I've been wondering it ever since. Crystal's response to you was, you want me to work on our date? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and I picked up on that because I felt like she at that point was either irritated with you, she wasn't into the relationship. And then all of a sudden, and this is the part of, I think, one of the failures of Paradise this year, is I missed as a viewer, the transition from, if, if I'm right here, from Crystal being irritated with you to Crystal falling in love with you. Because okay, all of a sudden, exactly. after that date, she, she was in love with you. That was something that surprised me. Okay, I would love to explain that. Because how that came across, I was actually really disappointed because, let me just fill in a little bit. That, that was right after that was the same day I had that conversation with Chris when I told him. And I, and I babe, I deliberated a lot more nicely. I go, Look, I see you spiraling out of control. I see that you're stepping into this villain role, and I have a feeling you're going to leave with no friends and a lot of regret. And I was right. like, I want to be the person for you that I wish I had when I was on The Bachelor, who's someone who could have lent out a hand and helped me navigate out of the hole I was digging myself in. And so I go, I don't know. I, I think you need to right wrongs. You need to get ownership, and you have the power. Get your f-ing power back. And I was like, I don't, I just want to give you that information. I'm upset with you. I'm going to leave it and see what you do with it. And 
it was him writing the wrongs and taking that action. And then that evening planning the yoga date. Um, so I spent all day apart from Chris, just allowing him to do what he needed to do to rediscover himself and step into his own because it was just so guarded and trite and trying to be someone he wasn't. I could just see, I could see it because I've been there before, right? Trying to be someone I wasn't to be accepted and just totally backfired. And so it was when Chris grabbed me to his way to apologize, to man up and own it. And I was like, watch, he's going to totally have me teach yoga. I just know it. And so we get there and I was like, yep, I, as I knew. And so I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to let you do it. And it was this moment, you guys, it was watching him fail so hard <laughs> to try to do something so sweet for me. And I, I just remember looking at him like, you are terrible. You are terrible. <laughs> but it was so endearing that I was like, wow, you took this feedback, you grew from it, you apply it. That is what I'm really looking for in a man and a partner. And he won me over with his actions. Has he gotten better at yoga since you guys have been together? <laughs> Babe. <laughs> Uh, we haven't had yoga sessions, but we've been working out together. She's putting me through some workouts, and, uh, you know, we're, we, the yoga will come. Uh, I still need to learn some more poses before I can actually take her on one and teach her myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that the stress of all the relationships that happens in Paradise can really lead to breakouts, which is why I recommend that the Bachelor in Paradise cast by BioClarity. BioClarity is a clean, green, gentle skincare line that helps me and a lot of other of us get naturally glowing skin that is 100% vegan and cruelty free. They have two different regimens. You can either use the skin care, the clear skin routine for combination oily or breakout prone skin. It's three easy to use steps. You're going to cleanse, treat and restore. It contains nourishing plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, oak kernel, plus Floralux, which is derived from the green stuff, chlorophyll in plants. It also helps fight breakouts, soothe skin, minimize redness and pore size, and it evens out skin tone. You're going to get you're going to get results in about 2 weeks. There's also another system to use if you have more normal, less acne prone skin. My skin got better just listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> BioClarity is delivered straight to you, and it's an easy-to-use three-step skincare system, like I mentioned, and it's 100% vegan and cruelty-free for all of you animal lovers out there. To get started, just go to BioClarity.com. Our listeners are going to get their first month for 50% off any routine of their choosing, plus free shipping, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code, which is FAMOUS. Again, that is BioClarity.com, and enter the code famous all right let's get back to you guys so um i heard that there is one little issue in your relationship and that is in the bedroom surprisingly whoa yeah i know huh? uh-huh you guys oh uh, we're talking about the puppies huh yeah <laughs> they've actually they've that got actually, weirder uh, they've been, they've <laughs> been, <laughs> us with you <laughs> no see sometimes wayne uh likes to sleep above the pillows and Believe it or not, at our last couple weekends, uh, right before the reunion, we actually had the dog sleep in the bed, and I got up, and the dog literally had puked right on my pillow right when I got up. No. And it looked like he looked like he it looked like he pooped out of his mouth because that was the texture. <laughs> it it really did. 
I started gagging and freaking out. And, and that happened right before the reunion and that interview that I have with you, actually. So, yeah, besides that, though, they've been, they've been behaving better. And uh, it's just it's tough sometimes. The last thing I want to do is wake up in the middle of the night with that on my face. Oh, that's well, alarming. That's a yeah, visual well, that in, I don't need to a, have. In, the, in defense of w- Wayne and Chucky, um, Chris, <laughs> you were feeding them, like, turmeric curry chicken. Oh large amounts. <laughs> So not only was it, there was a stain in like the carpet and the bedding because of the turmeric. So. I'm not really buying it because if you guys were eating that yourselves, there's a good chance that it was Chris. And what an easy <laughs> scapegoat this is for Wayne and Chucky. All right. Yes. Hey, I got to win over the dog part. So anything that I make, uh, I'm giving it to them. <laughs> Can we like pivot to the actual like engagement? portion of yeah. of paradise yeah. okay so i don't know do you remember seeing me that day yeah <laughs> because Vaguely. because i so i got to do the coolest thing ever which was sit at the bar and watch all the engagements happen in front of me which they didn't let me do oh. last year and this year they let me have uh headphones so i could hear everybody because it's so windy That's down so there, nice. you don't know like what people are really, really saying. And I was like, I was like, let me hear them. I want to hear them. And your guys's engagement was so freaking cute and heartfelt and authentic that uh, I may, I may or may not have uh, squeezed out a tear, but don't worry. Uh, it's never you're never gonna see it on TV because they cut me out of the entire show, anyways. Um, so my my question is. Um, to you, Crystal, did you expect that, or did you think he was going to be like, let's see how things are going to work out afterwards in the real world? You know, I didn't know, because when we were in the fantasy suite, Crystal and he goes, I want you to know that if a proposal happens, it's me choosing because I want this. I want you to know that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was really nervous because, I think mean, both of us had talked about, especially early on in our relationship, how commitment's scary. And, like, Chris has never lived with someone before, like uh, an ex, you know, and uh, having those commitments is scary. And, honestly, marriage is something I didn't know if I ever wanted because I just didn't have really any role models for a successful partnership. So I've always just kind of felt like I'd be, like, the aunt or, like, alone. And Chris and I talked about this a lot, and it was the night before the proposal when I was like in interviews and it kind of hit me that like something just shifted in me and I didn't want to lose Chris and I think I realized if he didn't propose I was actually going to be really disappointed because I wanted him to know and everyone the world that like I'm committed to this relationship and like I'm here for the long haul so when he pretended to break up with me. <laughs> I, was, I was a little, uh, I was a little like, what the f-? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't funny now, to right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jordan and Jenna I, say that they're going to get married next Paradise. Would you guys be down for a Paradise wedding? Um, I know for a fact we've definitely started to discuss what we want in a wedding and being in the stand with no shoes definitely is something we want. Now, if it's in paradise, that could be a possible opportunity. Or if it's in a beautiful vacation area where we just want family and friends, 
that might be in a discussion too. So as far as right now, and I think, uh, Dave, I think you can agree to this, that uh, we definitely want the beach. We definitely want our feet in the sand uh, when we tie the knot. And I don't want to have to worry about utensils or napkins or anything other than good food and wine. So if someone else yeah. wants to take care of that, we'll see what happens. I can serve the wine if you guys need any help. Uh, <laughs> Will's better be there. Will's makes any wedding just a little bit better. I promise you that. So I think what everybody out there is listening has been waiting for uh, for this whole podcast with you, this whole segment. Uh, are you definitely going to get married? Are you going to do this thing? I'm definitely, we're definitely getting married. Yes! There's no doubt. Hey! There's, no, there's no doubt in my mind. And I say that without hesitation because uh, when I proposed to her and I let her know this, that I only believe in getting down on one knee once. And I did this for us as a collective unit because there was a moment where we were dancing in that water on that one-on-one date. And I looked into her eyes and all I saw was the fact of forever. And mm-hmm. knowing that I developed a best friendship with her in paradise, she is someone that I never wanted to lose. And that's the main reason why I got down on one knee and proposed to her. That's so oh, baby. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all in. And it's the last time I ever want to hear that term. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet. And yet I must speak for the thousands and thousands of people listening that are like, they knew each other for three weeks. Like, is there a little cuckoo-ness to that? A little bit? Well, have you met him? Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> so I, I, I talked to my mom about this when I got back, and I said, so we were there from day one. And from yeah. day one all the way till the end, I think it's over 20-something days that you're together. And knowing that we connected on the second day, the amount of time that you spend with someone with not having distractions, with not having anyone interrupt you and really getting to know them for who they are, and spending that much quality time, I believe is equivalent to maybe six months to a year dating in the real world. But with this, you have no distractions and you have no one interrupting uh, a bond that you create and form, which I think is why paradise is successful in all honesty. I mean, it's like dating in the 1940s or 30s. You don't have anything else but to focus on that person. Can I play devil's advocate for one second? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that maybe the fact that there isn't any distractions and and you're not always going to be living in the bachelor bubble that it could be you you may not be as strong as you may think is this projection uh, right here i totally see that i've always said that that is the answer that bachelor in paradise works better than the regular show is because you do get just 24 7 for a whole month and i really do think that format is better but just speaking on behalf of knowing what happened with me and Kevin when we were together in Bachelor Winter Games, everything was like so easy and fun. And then we left the bubble, and I was like, "Oh, we're totally different people." Yeah, I think it comes. I think it's fair to say that. But I also think it it's something where we've noticed too. These last couple months, we've obviously have not been able to be around in the public, and so we've had to be very low key and have our couples weekends. But we've been long distance. Well, I've been on one side of the coast, she's been on the other. And there's been monumental moments where we've actually progressed and have taken strides in the relationship that really showed us and identified that we are committed to one another and we have a vested interest in not only the love that we share, but this relationship and growing and evolving for longevity. So what's going to happen next? Are, are you going to move uh, like out west, Chris? Or like where, where does this, what's the next step here? So right now, uh, we're actually, I'm going to be coming to the West Coast. Uh, we're going to do 
I'm living with her. And then we're going to, she's going to be coming later on to uh, Orlando for a little bit and living with me. But we also both work remote. So we're actually testing different cities and want to know where we want to live together. But we've already made the conscious decision that we're ready to live together. Uh, we've had some amazing couples weekends and spent quality time where we see how we act and live with one another, especially with our businesses. And that is something we've both agreed to. So we're going to be living somewhere. We just don't know where, but we're taking action together. Well, I'm really happy for you guys. When when we were filming the show, I remember calling my girlfriend and she was asking like what was going on and stuff. And I was telling her who the couples were. Uh, which I'm not supposed to do, but whatever. And I was, <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, I hope. Does Harrison listen to this show? Um, so I was. I remember telling her about you guys, and I think that she did the same thing that America did. It was like no freaking, no freaking way. And I was like, I promise you, they're like the cutest freaking couple in the world. They're perfect for each other. I can't believe that these two wackadoos have found themselves <laughs> on the same beach at the same time to find each other. And like, this is like so amazing and beautiful. And uh, I'm just really, really happy for you guys. And I, I feel like I'm one of the only people other than the cast that can say like, no, I think that one was really, really real. And so good luck to you guys going forward. Congrats, guys. Oh, yeah, when I saw you, you just look so happy. Thank you. We appreciate it. Ashley, I wanted to give you a present, an engagement present. What? What? Um, I wanted to send you my Total Body Guys workout program because I know that all girls are all about, you know, gaining that lean muscle. And so oh, I, I wanted that. to send that over to you. Oh, well, thank you. I need to tone my arms up for these dresses that I chose. Girl, I, I got you. I have a whole section for arms and abs. A oh, whole section thank for you. arms and abs. I got right. you. Hey, so Goose. Goose, what are you getting me? You getting? Uh, did I get a gift? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to be the bartender. All up. right, there we go. <laughs> you work. He's making you work for a present. Hey, but this time you're plus one. It can't be Yuki. It's going to be Sarah. All right, cool. That's <laughs> that's fair. All right. Perfect. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye, right, guys. Bye, bye Goosey. Bye. Oh my god. Well, before we move on, um Chris kind of still got a bad at it this season, but everybody who I talked to who was there in paradise loved him. So what were your feelings on him? I I loved the only people that I didn't really like, I think was Leo, to be honest with you. Like really? I, I you know, it's 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 a weird like the Jordan thing is really funny to me that I think that he's perceived as hated, but in yeah. in in actuality he's like really loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think Chris was the same way. I I think once you embrace their kookiness, then you fall in love with them. You know, and so I do think that everyone really really liked Chris. And uh, same, same with Crystal. Like, to be honest with you, like I fall in the same thing that I think everybody does. It's just as a fan of the show is that, um, I watched Crystal and I was like, oh my God, she's going to be, she's going to annoy me. I like at my bar, I'm going to be so annoyed by her. Mm-hmm. She's going to have that like, uh, like whisper voice. Like, hi, you know? Yeah. And it was like another conversation I remember having with Sarah being like, no, she's actually really rad. I actually love hanging out with her at the bar. She's not one of those annoying people at my bar. And so... Edit aside, they are perfect uh, for each other. Like the fact that they came together uh, was really cute, and I got to actually watch that engagement, and I, I was, uh, I was really happy for them. So, 
That's so cool. Can we talk about food for a second? Uh, yeah. You didn't serve food. You just bartended. Yeah. And I didn't even bartend very well, to be honest with you. I needed help from Blue Apron, you know? Mm. I really needed yes, them did. to hook it up with some farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to the bar so I could have made some amazing food for everybody. But I didn't have it, and I, I wish I had because big fan of freaking Blue Apron, man. This is how it works. You're going to choose from chef-designed recipes, and then they're going to deliver fresh, seasonally-inspired ingredients, and they're going to cook. You're going to be able to cook these meals in as little as 20 minutes. Blue Apron offers a wide range of recipes bursting with flavor. Whether you're looking for a quick, easy meal or a full culinary cooking experience, Blue Apron lets you choose from a wide range of recipes like I just um, like I just mentioned, they're chef designed and they also have exciting partnership like with Bob's Burgers and Whole30. And then they had one with Chrissy Teigen recently. It's pretty cool. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash almost famous. That is blueapron.com slash almost famous to get your first three meals for free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Well, Wells. Well, well, Wells. If I, whenever I hear the word Wells in, in, in like multiples, I always think of Daniel saying, oh "Well, well, Wells" during your entrance because I watched that entrance a zillion billion times because that was the same uh, clip that they put my dog in the sky. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I watch it a lot. I remember that. Ah, <laughs> oh, Daniel. I thought for sure that crazy Canadian would be back in Mexico this year. Oh well, he was actually on Bachelor in Paradise Australia, so I think that's probably why he was like, "I can't do it five times." That's a thing. Yeah, that's what Jared was on. No, stop it. Yeah. Oh, I guess it would have been his fourth time. Yeah. No. Wow. That's a real thing. And actually, yesterday Jared and I were at a hotel in New York City, and somebody stopped him. Say, from Australia and says, hey, we know you from Bachelor in Paradise, Australia. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was wacky. Wait, can I just can I talk to you about Kevin for one second? It won't be weird, yeah. but it's just no, one, yeah. uh, it's one thing that I noticed watching back. Uh, number one, by the way, if you don't know, I have a voice for my dog. Uh, it's like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> Which, by the way, is that's Kevin's voice. Yeah. yeah he sounds like bit. Carl the Bloodhound. Like, <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know, Astrid, uh, she's great. Um, <laughs> here's one thing. I felt bad for Kevin because everyone kept coming to him to be like, hey, I'm going to leave paradise right now. Like, it happened with Colton, and then it happened again with Eric. Yeah. And I was just like, poor Poor Kevin, he's like, every, why is everyone coming to me being like, I gotta go now, guys? And I, did, I wonder. Did Joe didn't go to him. <laughs> Joe, no. No. I don't know. So I haven't, I'm not, not that far ahead. So I don't know exactly how that looks. But um, I just felt bad. Like, like it, it was going to get into his head, you know? Like, the, everyone's coming to me to leave. Am I supposed to leave too? Like, what's happening here? I felt bad for him. I think it's probably just because he's pretty warm and he gives good hugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a pretty good impression. How about that, huh? Eh? You know, I thought that there was a parallel, but and you'd let me know if I'm correct, being that you were actually there, between okay. Joe and Kendall's breakup and Kevin and Astrid's breakup. And that is the pressure that Paradise has when it comes to like having to decide whether you basically don't have any choices. You go, 
we're either going to break up or we're going to get engaged. There's no longer that option of leaving as girlfriend and boyfriend. And I feel like both of those relationships ended because there was the pressure to get engaged. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like Camille and Elise kind of did that, right? Oh, I guess you're right. Wait, we haven't talked about last night. What in the world? Well, yeah, but I the, the reason that I think that Camille and, and Annalise got away with that is because Camille was somebody who walked in later. So I think you're like, oh, you've only known each other for a week, so of course you can leave as boyfriend and girlfriend. But if you've known each other for three weeks, you don't have that option. But then what in the world last night or tonight, you know, on the reunion, why would he do that on... Oh, my God, Camille and Annalise, you mean? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, my goodness gracious. That was the Like, Ashley, talk everybody through what happened in in case someone's listening and hasn't seen it. or I haven't seen it. And I also wasn't invited. Why were you invited to the reunion and not me? What is happening here? I was covering it for access. I was in the back of the press room. So walk everybody through what happened, and then, like, we'll talk about our thoughts. So, basically, Annalise comes on stage, and she talks about how... I don't want to use the word desperate, but I'm going to. How she just constantly had somebody she had her eye on, and it just didn't work for so long until Camille walked in. And then even when Camille walked in, he still went out with Shoshana, and that whole witch thing is a whole different thing. Um, But she's up there. She's talking about how she finally found happiness with Camille. She went on to go meet his family. Um, They hung out multiple times from Leaving Paradise, to the reunion show and she apparently didn't feel that strong going into the reunion show because she mentioned to him a couple days earlier she goes whatever you do please don't break up with me on the reunion show and what does he do he goes and breaks up with her on the couch next to Harrison in front of the entire audience and America and she's like wow this guy is a dickwad (laughs) Let me, ask he you, is. let me ask you a question. What yeah. was more cringeworthy, uh, Luke and Stasi or Annalise and Camille? So I'll tell you that back in the press room, people were going like, oh, my gosh, it's Luke all over again. Yeah. And I think it was definitely Camille and Annalise that was worse because at least with Luke, there was some sort of combination conversation yeah. with yeah. him and Stasi that – she there was like some weird misinterpretation with and Luke maybe yeah his his bad move was just not keeping. Has in touch anyone with her. asked Camille why did you do it on the show? I mean I'm sure he he, he needed had to do been it. suggested to do it, but it was like no you have free will in this world and that was the lowest of the low and. You think you have to know that you're gonna look like the super villain if you dump a girl on TV. And do we think, okay, and I mean this in the best way possible, which is a total, it's not going to come off that way, but Mm -hmm. do we think Annalise's neediness hurts her so badly? Like, that's what she needs to go work on. Do you know what I mean? Like, if we're going to take this as a learning experience, like, her desperation could be felt by everybody, every episode, every everything. Okay, so as the guy who was there, and not, not to really take up for Camille, but to kind of just paint the picture a little bit better. It wasn't so much desperation. That's how it comes across on TV. And I don't know if that's really what it was. I think it was delusion. Oh, she would come to the bar and be like, we're soulmates. We're going to, you know, this is perfect. We're going to have kids. And like, and she would like talk about this fairy tale and 
everyone would be like, what are you talking about? Well, I think it was her that said, we're one of the strongest couples yeah. here. And they had met like nine Three minutes before. Yeah. Yeah. Nine minutes before. She <laughs> said, and of course, they could have edited it in a way in which... This was a clip and later in the week, but she did say, I think three days into meeting Camille after Jared and I got engaged, she said, I could see myself getting engaged to Camille right now. Like if he were to ask me, I would say yes after three days. And that's like really sad. Yeah. I I mean, I was talking to someone about this exact this exact thing, and I think. Uh, when people watch the show, it's so easy to kind of rip on Annalise for how she acted and who she is. And this person I was talking to about it was like, man, I wish that I was like her. I wish that I wanted something so badly that I was willing it to happen, which is what she was trying to do. Um, and so I, I, I'm in a weird spot where like I was listening to her talk and I remember at, at the bar being like, I think you should be careful about this one because it seemed like it wasn't being reciprocated yeah but she was so i mean like to be honest with you ashley you can probably speak to this a little bit too like she was like willing this thing to happen and so often like when we're in in relationships and whatnot we become passive and we kind of let it fall out yeah and say what you want about her she was like not going to let that happen it just didn't work out she just didn't find someone that felt the exact same way which sucks but that's just how it goes I totally get, you know, making stuff up in your mind to make you feel better. And she just didn't have the guy in paradise. Like, she didn't find her person in paradise. And she de- so desperately wanted to leave with somebody. She's for- forcing a lot. And um, from somebody who knows him, it does is Camille just totally dead be- behind the eyes? He reminds me of in Rocky Four, yeah. the Russian. <laughs> like, just like, Dolph Lundgren? In, like yeah. very short declarative sentences and like doesn't have anything behind it i don't i don't want to go off of an edit that i'm seeing on tv but he doesn't seem to be very soulful i still yeah. don't know who he is or where he came from or how he got there or what who he is i don't know i w- i wanted him to say annalise i will crush your heart <laughs> where is he from he said he's, he's from, from Pol- he's from poland oh, he's i think poland. or he's polish okay. okay okay yeah i don't know he's uh, a 30 year old male model from monroe new york who mm-hmm. says his yeah, occupation is social media participant. Yeah. Ex, ex-social media ex participant social media. on this yeah. season. This yeah. is from when he was on The Bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. He he didn't... There wasn't a whole lot of... Su- I, I mean, he might be an astrophysicist, but, like, my <laughs> perception of him was, mm-hmm. like... Give me drink. Uh, <laughs> I like you. Okay, bye-bye now. Yeah, like, that he was- is a <laughs> Polish immigrant. Yeah. Um... But you know he's nice. Well, people probably want to know if you are if you are on the Paradise campus, sleeping in the same room with these people. Are you? Tell us your situation down there. No, I got it real cushy. I got to be honest with you. You got to sleep at the hotel. No, I do not stay at the Vedanta, which gets a whole lot of airplay. The Vedanta got more airplay than I did this season. Really did. That's so true. Let's be fair. Emmy and Bella got more airplay than I did this season, and they're babies. Um, <laughs> I stay at like this, so it's Paradise is at this like super rad little resort called um, Playa Escondita, and it's mm-hmm. right outside of this little town called Sayulita, which is like 45 minutes from Puerto Vallarta, and Sayulita is like this like little surf town. And I lived in this um, in this like at a little hotel. Uh, 
like boutique hotel mm-hmm. that was like seven minutes away because they would always be like, hey, we need you now. Like something's happening now because I wouldn't I wasn't always on set. So I was just always like on the ready to go uh, serve drinks. And that's where I was. And I really wish that the beds were a little more comfortable. You mean like you wish you slept on bowling? Yes. Seats? Oh, they're so good. Bolin Branch makes the softest, most comfortable 100% organic cotton sheets that you will ever sleep on. They only sell to you online at bolinbranch.com so their sleep so their sheets can cost less than half of the other designer brands and get this, they're twice the quality. They're made from 100% pure organic cotton and they start out soft and they get even softer, so soft that three U.S. presidents love Bolin Branch sheets. What presidents? I need to know. Oh, this is important. They won't. It's they on don't. the internet, though. We can Google. Is it Trump? Is Trump in Bolin Branch? I think it was I the Bushes. Ah. Wait, you guys, are there five alive right now? Five still alive? Carter's alive. One, two Bushes. Carter, two Obama, Bushes. Obama, Obama Trump. and Trump. So yeah, I mean. Wow. Uh, we can deduce. Yeah. Um, you can try them for a whole month, and if they're not the most comfortable sheets you've ever slept on, you can actually return them. Yeah, you can test drive your sheets and then send them back for a full refund. No risk means no reason to try them out. Plus, you will get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com, promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. That is spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS for $50 off your first set of sheets, bowlandbranch.com, promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. We missed Bill Clinton and he is rumored to be one of the Bowling uh, Branch users oh according to the internet. Oh my goodness, how Oh, wait, did we forget that? that Clinton's alive? Yeah, yeah. I think we wait, did. Wait, so there's six presidents alive? There's five former and one current. Clinton okay. was dead until he saw Ariana Grande perform the other day, and he got brought back to life. <laughs> it was the most amazing picture I've ever seen. Uh, Chicken ever, Man ever. is on the line. Stop. Oh, yeah. Chicken nugget time. Wells, this is one of Ben and my favorite segments. Chicken has now been on this four times. Before we get him on, let us... Let us in on what you think of Chicken, having spent so much extra time with him. All right, so David was a um, a frequent patron of my bar, and um, I, think he's a, I think he likes to ease his anxieties. Yeah. with a little drink. Yeah, I think so. I I, I loved Dave. Like he was one of my favorite uh, people to come to my bar. To be honest with you, he's. I mean, you can tell how funny he is. He wasn't taking anything too seriously, which was mm-hmm. which was nice, and. Um, I really love people who like have jobs other than like I'm selling Instagram pictures from the bachelor world. And he was one oh, of those yeah. guys, you know, He's getting his MBA. Yeah. Super smart dude. And I was like, what are you even doing here other than torturing this poor Jordan kid? Um, <laughs> but I have to be honest with you. My favorite moment of the entire season happened with David, with the the giant dog, I got to see it firsthand, and I don't know if they really showed it. There's this moment where uh, David and Jordan are sitting next to each other after Jordan has uh, murdered the dog into the surf, mm-hmm. and they're talking and like kind of, I think David's like kind of apologizing, and the shot is of the bear flopping around in the surf and like them in the foreground, like talking and apologizing. And I swear to God, I spit out like the drink I was drinking and I could not stop. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in the world. And uh, after that moment, I was like, all right, chicken, he's the man. 
David. Uh, I appreciate it. I, I, well, I remember you in the background. I saw you dying, saw you laughing, and that's exactly what it was. Me and Jordan were just sitting there. We were just chalking it up, and it was kind of after the whole blow-up, and we were just like, dude, I mean, I, I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't really mean for it to get out of hand. It was meant to be funny, and we actually talk about it at the reunion, so uh, hopefully they show that. But, yeah, they didn't show our little sit-down. It was funny, though. It was funny. It was the best. So what what are your thoughts about all the engagements, dude? Oh, man. I mean, Paradise must have worked, right? Yeah. Paradise worked. Um, I, I'm so happy for Chris and Crystal. Uh, really happy for Jenna and Jordan and happy for the other couples that formed. Um, you know, strong couples. And watching it back, you really get to see their relationships develop. And uh, it's been great. You know, Paradise works. And you get to see it firsthand. You we really? a lot of time together at the bar. You uh, you had a hand, I feel like, in the love story of uh, Jordan and Jenna, you know, because you <laughs> can't, Jordan. yeah, like you, you can't, you, you tested that relationship, like you really tested that relationship. <laughs> did you ever think that that would turn out the way it did? No, not in a million years. I mean, they're both like a good level of crazy for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't think they'd be engaged. It's crazy to look back on it and be like, wow, they're actually engaged. I mean, yeah, I tested their relationship and they held up. Uh, Benoit tested their relationship and it held up. And you know, good for them. They seem like they're madly in love, and you know, I'm really, I'm happy for them. It's great. It's awesome. So- David, you were at the reunion show, and yeah. let's talk about the couples who broke up and now are kind of back together again. We have Joe and Kendall. You think that they're going to last? I hope so. Joe and Kendall are, are great. Um, Kendall is, you know, you can tell she's super smart, really fun, really easygoing, and Joe's similar. Joe is, you know, they're, they're very compatible. I feel like their personalities kind of bounce off of each other. And, you know, they're great for each other. I think the one thing that could get in the way of that is, you know, distance. Um, You know, Joe being tied to Chicago and Kendall being in L.A. um, You know, distance can definitely get the best of them. And I think that's ultimately why their relationship went downhill in paradise. Um, I think they just started to think about, okay, how are logistics going to go? And, you know, one thing led to another. And like Kevin mentioned, that little spiral that people go down there. um, You know, I I know that we've all kind of been there. And I think that's kind of what happened. But I'm hoping that they, have, you know, I'm hoping they end up together. They seem awesome. They're great. Well, Love them both. Now um, we're, we see that Joe is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Whoa! <laughs> did I miss that on the after show? Did they announce that earlier tonight? <laughs> yeah. So Chris Harrison was like, "I have something that's going to ease the whole long distance thing between you guys." Joe, if you would like, we have a spot open for you on Dancing with the Stars. And the guy was just mind blown. He says he's a horrible dancer. I hope he lasts long enough so that he and Kendall can figure out the whole long distance thing. Uh, Kendall definitely isn't going to be moving to Chicago anytime soon, I think. But I think there might be a possibility to get Joe more um, simulated into L.A., especially with his stint on Dancing with the Stars. A dude that got kicked off night one now was on Paradise and became, like, kind of a star, and then now is on Dancing with the Stars. And I went out with them. I won't, like, say too much, but I went out with them, and what really astounded me is he is so popular. Like, we were in a public place, and he just gets stopped and stopped and stopped and stopped, and there was other, quote, more recognizable bachelor people, and no one was stopping them nearly as much as him. I don't know. I, I would say that um, aside from me, Joe the Grocer has really, really won the bachelor world. 
Besides for me. <laughs> us other than me, who really, really hit a home run. You uh, guys have the same smile. That's probably why. Yeah. Um, but, like, think about it. He goes home night one, so he doesn't have to deal with all of the BSery that happens on doing The Bachelorette. Which, right. to be honest with you, after doing it, it kind of sucks. Okay? Uh, and then he gets to go to Paradise, which is really, really fun. And he gets, gets, like, the hottest girl in Paradise. Like, night one. saw that after. He is, uh, and he, he's there first day, gets to basically be there the entire time. Everyone freaking loves him. Everyone wants him to be the bachelor, which is that's what you want. You want everyone to want you to be the bachelor, but, but you don't really want to be the bachelor. All right. Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't have to be the bachelor. And then he gets to go on an even like more popular show. Right. And let me tell you, let me tell you what's gonna happen with Joe. Joe's gonna be the worst freaking dancer in the history of dancing with the stars, and he's gonna, he's gonna win the thing. So he's going to win it. The fan vote, the fan vote is gonna be so overwhelming in Joe's favor. Then he's gonna have his own cooking show. Yeah. And I will sign him up for a cooking podcast right now. No, but he's going to take this into something else. I guarantee you, like, Trader Joe's might want to give him a ring. God, I just... I feel like he doesn't even need to dance. He can just smile the whole time and he'll win. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then last a smile and he will win. I can't believe I missed that. Like, did I just like go to the bathroom or something? No. <laughs> it's so funny. He like also d- isn't phased by any of this and he doesn't really like the attention. When he came up to me at Access to do the interview, like down the whole press line, I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. There's another interview you have to do. And he's like, okay, just, I'm, all right, let's make it short. And he's so okay, let's short. make it short. No, yeah, he's just exactly. a little bit shy, I think. <laughs> he is shy. Yeah, he wanted to go home. He, he wanted to leave Paradise, I think, every day for the first week that I, that I was there. He'd come up and yeah. be like, I think I should go home. I don't know what I'm doing here. And I'm like, you're winning, dude. Don't worry. Everything's fine Your for you. Joe accent is so bad. So bad. I think it's great. It's good. So Arnold Schwarzenegger. I just, I just can't wait for the, for like, after his dances where he's like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't think I did a very good job. And then he's going to have like all tens. <laughs> God. Just smile, Joe. Just smile. Just smile. So does that mean he gets to go, Um, he gets to live at the uh, Palazzo, probably. I you know, know, they put those Dancer with the Stars people up in fancy condos. He called those me. Are... He called me the next day because after Paradise, he called me and he was like, I I want some like advice on what I should do next. Mm-hmm. And I so I gave him like what I thought he should do. Mm-hmm. Um, And then after he found out he was going to be on Dancing with the Stars, he called me super excited. And at first I was like, screw you, dude. I've done four of these freaking shows. They never even asked me this. But then I was like, okay, I, I really like I have I'm, to be a nice person. Yeah, and then I was like, eh, I'm actually really, really happy for you. And he's like, I don't know. I, they're putting me up in some hotel here. I'm coming back. I was like, yes, Joe. Remember he thought that everybody was going to think he was a giant tool? Yeah. Like he thought he was so lame on his night one. This is what he tells us, that he's like warned his friends, like I'm a total loser. Yeah. And then like everyone loved him and he never had any, he's never had any like bad problems. Yeah. It'll no, come though, nope. Joe. You just wait. The backlash always comes to mm-hmm. you, poor I don't know. Does it always come to somebody who has a smile like that? I don't know. No. He's no. fine. Who's, who's like smile. always stayed clean? Ben? I mean, Ben yeah. never got really any grief. Yeah. Have you, Wells? Wells is pretty clean. You're pretty yeah. clean. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, David? You're not. People who have <laughs> <laughs> out there. Oh, um, the the whole announcement that Kendall and Joe are back together was kind of done through a very corny soap opera esque 
video of her yeah. flying to Chicago saying she made a mistake going up in an elevator to uh, Joe's supposed high rise, a very <laughs> modern, clean, expensive looking high rise in Chicago, which he will not confirm or deny is his place. No way he lives there. Yeah, when Kendall, wait, when Kendall got in the elevator and she hit the button, the button didn't flash. So <laughs> that editing off a little bit. One, and two, like, Joe was just sitting at the door waiting for her, and Kendall's like, hey, can we talk? Like, yeah. welcome to Chicago, or I don't know. It was very What the popular. hell are you doing yeah. here? What's so going dramatic on? and stage-like, but at least they just established that they were going to give it another go. Agreed. Wait, yeah. Mark. Mark has some emails for the chicken. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Chicken, David. Oh, Wells has them. Sorry. Wells can him. read them. Yeah, Wells so I didn't know that. I want to date you. Uh, oh, that's amazing. I might find love after all. Yeah, this is this is from Maggie. Uh, subject line is, um, me and David would be perfect. All right, no, this is going. Uh, hey, guys, love you both. All right, Maggie, that's not about me, but whatever. Uh, I would totally contend to date David on your podcast, or even better, you two can just set me up with him. Ever since he walked out on uh, Becca's season in a chicken costume, my heart melted. I honestly uh, would have picked him immediately then and there. Thanks for giving us fans a show to listen to weekly. P.S. My license plate is Chicken Nug, so how perfect would no we way. be together? Is that real? Do we know where she lives? Erica, oh, will you email amazing. all these people and find out where they live? And then, David, will you let us know when you're in L.A. so we can do, like, a live dating yes, episode so of the in. podcast? Okay, yes. great. I need a headshot of Maggie, alright? I need to know what we're dealing with here. I need to yeah. know about Chicken Nug. Girls, dating when, chicken you man. Set, when you send in your applications mm-hmm. for David, please include a couple of your best pictures. Yeah, Erica, can you email and call these people and start? You maybe do a back, bit of a background check. We probably want to be safe for the chicken. This, keep going, this Will. Like we're hosting you our own to... little version of The Bachelor here. I kind of like it. I'm into it. Yeah, this Wait. this is from Andrea. So uh, let's get personal with David's subject line. Uh, so about David, uh, dot, dot, dot. Uh, you guys should ask him more personal questions. Yeah, m- maybe I date him, uh, but we need to get to know him and not just the stupid stuff uh, he does on TV. All right, David, who did you vote for in the last election? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting political here? Yeah, no, what's your thoughts politics? on the new Supreme Court nominee? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, what's I'm your favorite fast food country. restaurant? <laughs> no. Oh, if, it's, if it's not Chick Fil A, okay. Chick Fil A, that's so easy. Come on. <laughs> At least they give me a harder question. What are you into? Uh, brunettes, blondes, redheads? What? Blondes, for sure. Oh yeah, we definitely blondes. Yeah. How that. old are you yeah. again? 26. 26, getting my master's in Miami. And what if your mommy doesn't, what if your mommy doesn't like them? Because I remember like a mama's boy. I mean, she's not going to be a deterrent for me dating a specific person. Obviously, I'd love to have my family's approval of someone and, you know, would love for everything to be kumbaya. But, you know, at the end of the day, this decision is mine. Um, But yeah, I'm very close to my family, love my family, and love my mom. What side of the um, sleep number bed do you sleep on? Uh, I'm a left-hand side person. I sleep on the left-hand side closest to my bed table. I think it's because I, I have my bed closer to the air conditioning. Oh. So wherever the air conditioning is, that's the side that I sleep on. You don't so like to be sweaty. Bed, the chicken does side. not want to be sweaty. Uh, night owl or morning person? Night owl, morning person. Uh, night I don't chicken. sleep much. I only sleep like five, six hours, so I'm both. Oh. 
Okay, so if you were to be set up with Andrea or Maggie, let's say, what would you guys do on your first date? How would you plan it? Uh, what would we do? We would go out to a nice dinner, probably at Chick-fil-A, because <laughs> Maggie is into chicken nuggets. Uh, we would eat Chick-fil-A, and uh, I don't know from there. Would we'll you buy Maggie a FabFitFun box? <laughs> I absolutely would buy her a FabFitFun box. That? I would use your coach, too, actually. That's the way to get a woman. It really is. The entire subscription. <laughs> yeah, because a seasonal subscription box is full of full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products, uh, and it retails for $49.99. And the value is always over $200. And then with our code, Almost Famous, which you'll get. You'll get it with our code. It's only going to be $39.99, and I think you could spend that on a date. The fall box is out right now, so sign up for it before they sell out. They always sell out. You do not want to miss this box. Fashion items include a Vince Komodo clutch, a cute thing from Free People. They also have a beauty blender, an Oscar Blonde item, Tarte stuff. Go to FabFitFun.com, use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS, and you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that is FabFitFun.com, and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Because you deserve to treat yourself, and David, you deserve to treat your future lady. They have legit designers in that box. I know. Seriously. They really do. You guys, you guys gave me a, a big stack of things for, for segment two, chicken nuggets, David's questions. These aren't questions. These are just women saying they want to date right, him. Right, but we just want, do you have any more? Could you read one more, Wells? Well, Wells, it was because we told him that we might do our our own version of The Bachelor on the Almost Famous podcast with David uh, and The Bachelor. Do you have any more? Or was Did I just give we you... We have um, one more. Oh. Uh, Marin says, Guys, I wanted to date David since I first saw him on TV night one of The Bachelorette. Where do I sign up for David The Bachelor Almost Famous edition? Help a girl out. Why did these girls all love you when you were wearing a chicken suit? Like, how did they even... I don't know. It's weird. He's endearing. He's endearing. And he looks great with a tan. You've got good hair. You'll also never lose your hair. And, yeah, you have a nice demeanor about you when you're not being super, super nervous. And you look exactly <laughs> like Andy Roddick, which is, that's a good. Ooh, that's a good I appreciate I mean, he, that. I, he I got like Brooklyn Decker. I know, right? Yeah. All right, David, let us, let us know when you're coming so we can get this going. And girls I out there. I cannot wait. Make sure to send your applications with pictures this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need pictures. Your Maybe applications, pictures. no. So, girls cannot apply. An application with a picture? We're in, we're, this is 2018. We can't do that. Well, I think maybe like a video of like who you are, Videos. what you're about, Videos, yeah. you know, some of your interests, why David I like that. would be perfect for you. I just hate the pick me, pick me, pick me thing so much. Wow. So it's like, I don't want these girls feeling like the chicken just gets to pick his pick, his his hen. Yeah. Pick his hen. No. <laughs> this is going to be a mutual thing. So send yeah. your videos. And then if you, too, like David. I Girls need to stop with the pick me, pick me. Yeah. I, I agree. hope my boyfriend picks me. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, like Camille says, like it needs to be a 50-50 thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, 60-40. 60-40. Whatever. Look, it's something. It's 60-40 thing, well. Yeah, yeah. So let's think of like the girl who on Paradise was just a baller badass, probably Kendall. Yeah. And maybe Crystal. And maybe Coconuts. Is that Jenna? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Coconuts. So that's your type. Yeah. But I'm saying like the girl that owns it always gets the dude more than the girl 
that's like, pick me, pick me. Like the pick meers. I'm not being mean, but we're Annalise and Tia. Am I wrong? And Shoshana. I, I don't even that. remember who that was. Come on. She's, she's the witch. It's oh, a Russian I'm witch hunt. That's right. That's right. That's right. My only wait, line of the entire wait. season. Where is the oh more equal God. situation? Wait, quick side note. Wait, quick side note about Shoshana um, from the reunion. It was pretty funny. Chris Harrison goes something. He says something along the lines of, so, Shoshana, put all the rumors to rest. You're not a witch, right? And Shoshana goes, I never said that. It was amazing. It was one of the best moments. She didn't deny it. She owned it. And it was very funny. Funny oh, she moment. totally owned it. She played into it completely. It was so good. When it's she so was good. arranging the uh, wood, the fireplace, the fire pit, <laughs> it's just like, wow, this girl, she's bringing it to Bachelor in Paradise you know who, 5. You know who's kind of a badass girl? Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin Bristow? Yeah, she was sort Duh. of, yeah, she was sort of a like, don't mess with me. I'm the girl. And that seems to work. It's very hard because... It's not like born in us. You really have to like have it's not born in me. That's for sure. No, I, like look, <laughs> it's not born in me. Trust me, I work every day to try to not be so. Yeah, you can't help it if, it's, I, if you're like me. I almost said to, to be like poor Annalise. Poor yeah. Annalise. Oh. Well, anyway, David, we're looking well, at how come you, buddy? David Thank doesn't date Annalise? Yeah. They tried to do that. Remember when Annalise was in studio? Uh, she may have said it off the record. My bad. But she definitely said that they were trying to get you guys together. Yeah, why don't you date her, David? You guys actually seem like that could work. Uh, I see Annalise more, more as a friend. Oh. Uh, uh, that's not, the, not in ouch. That's her oh, plight God. right there. Ouch. Wait, yeah. hold on. Who's your, who's your uh, celebrity crush? I don't mean to be mean. Who's your celebrity crush? Just so I can have a you better kind of... Random, uh, super random, Allison Williams. Oh, that's not random. Oh, my gosh. That's a great crush. She's yeah, but she's so brunette. She's underrated. It's out there. No, she's, but she's been blonde before. She's been she blonde for, like, the past couple months. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a good she, one. She was blonde. Um, I don't know. I, I think she's, like, really cute, funky, fun. Do you have any others? That's just a That's a good question, Wells. Do you have a couple others, just so ladies listening kind of engage it? Any other celebrity crushes? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'll think about it. Well, David, this is your last time on the air until we do <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, I don't know. No, not really. I'm not like... All right, so under, just I'm out. not overly picky, to be you're, honest. If you're not Allison Williams... Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really picky, to be honest with you, but uh, only Allison Williams <laughs> will do. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's more... and It's an energy thing for me. I, I really am open to anyone, and you know, if I like their energy and have fun, and it, it works, you know? Would you go back on Paradise? I would, I would, but I would do it differently. I would definitely put That's myself out there more and not hang out with this you time. as much. <laughs> David, remember when you were on our well. show, you were like, when I go to paradise, you know, hypothetically, but it would totally be different. Oh, no, I guess that was, well, was that before paradise or after it's paradise? Okay, that we I did love that. you anyway. <laughs> Bye, David. <laughs> Bye, David. Bye, You're the best. Bye. Miss you, buddy. Yeah. Later. Well, when David finds that special girl mm-hmm. he should not only get her the FabFitFun box but he should also get her a third love bra because they can be pretty darn sexy it's no, not just a I gift agree. for her is that it's weird a gift for him is that weird though like we're talking first date here well, for david giving yeah, well, a bra duh, yeah, first date course, right. first date but later okay cool. wells have you ever bought sarah laundry no i haven't i probably should get on that you think that, is that like a weird gift or is that i don't know gift? I don't know. Really, Jared I, got me lingerie once, but it was like with a point to it, which I kind of liked. What was the point? 
Well, the point. I mean, I was, assume I know what the point is. Uh, the point was that you know, back in uh, I don't know if I want to reveal. Guys, All right, actually. I'll reveal something and ask you guys. Okay. I kind of think it's hot if the guy, like, if Wells said to Sarah, "Hey, why don't you like get go buy something special?" Well, we've and done. And then you feel like you've got the reason to go do it. We've done the thing where like we go together, right? And okay. Is this cute? Is that cute? Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's... Shopping or lingerie? Or sexy as that's cute. Shopping for lingerie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or actually, I don't know if that's true, but yeah. <laughs> that's happened. Okay. I don't know. My Our anniversary is coming up, and I she already got my gift, and I don't know what I should get her, so I'm... Well, we'll worry about that in a minute. Go, go Ashley, back on Third Love. Well, Third Love is the place to find a bra because they have the most sizes of any other brand. Third Love just added 24 new sizes, making them the industry leader with a total of 70 sizes. And there's quality in every stitch. The details make the difference from premium fabrics to expert design. I love it because I actually discovered that I am like a 33B not a 32 or a 34. Like, they have half sizes. So they're, you're going to find the bra that fits you perfectly through their Fit Finder quiz. You answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit. It's actually fun, and it takes less than one minute. You get to know how your breast shape. This is actually crazy. You go look at a whole bunch of pictures, and you pick what your breast shape is because there's numerous kinds. And that helps you identify the style and size that fits your body the best. And there's a fit guarantee. Third Love guarantees the perfect fit and returns and exchanges are totally free and easy if it doesn't actually happen the first try. That is not likely, but it's there if you need the easy return. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash famous right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That is thirdlove.com slash famous for 15% off today. They're different shapes, huh? Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> Have you noticed that? Like, the no, half I mean, not, size not... is major, though. People yeah. really, really love the fact that they have the half sizes. Yeah. So yeah. back on the anniversary gift. Yeah. Oh, yes. When When is your anniversary? When did you decide that that was your anniversary? This has been a very hot topic, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this. What, when do you consider the anniversary? Because I was saying the, the, first, the first date we went on. In person. Yes, like, where, yes, where I saw her in person. And yeah, like, like not we, FaceTime date. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, we went and did something, and then, then, um... There's also like, do you say the anniversary is like the day that you say like I love you for the first time? What is oh, you, what do you no. what do you think? No, um, I would I would say it's the day that you call each other boyfriend and girlfriend for the first time. Okay, well, you're going to go. You're going off date. What does Sarah go off? She agrees with you. I think it's when you kind of realize you like each other. But that's well, so you vague. Can't pinpoint a date for that? Oh, sure, I can. Yeah. Yeah, it's when you go. Oh, this is happening. I I I I always just assumed it was like the first the first time like we kissed. I was like, yeah. all right, this is our anniversary. Mine first too. kiss is cute. That's a nice way of yeah. determining it. But anyway, yeah. she's uh, she made the decision that's not that. Okay. Uh, it's when we kind of like made it official, which okay. that's mm-hmm. fine too. So mm-hmm. it's coming up though. It's like next month, okay. and so I need a good trip away. How about a trip away? Yeah, that's good. Like if it doesn't have time. to be crazy, like Ritz Carlton Laguna yeah. or. Uh, Ritz Carlton. I'm a big fan of the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. Ritz Carlton, Santa Barbara. 
Something like, what about that? Wells' relationship problems brought to you by Ritz Carlton. <laughs> no, no. I don't know why I like the Ritz Carlton so much right now. Um, yeah, no, we're going to Ojai for that anyways. Like, that's already like what we're, we're, we're doing. Okay, okay. Um, um, I know. What? Diamond bangle. Bangle, huh? Because it's not a ring. Yeah. But it's a nice bracelet. All right. I'm not a And it's not person. super expensive. Oh. Every, I told Jared, I was like, never get person. me a piece of jewelry. The only piece of jewelry I ever want, I already have on my left finger. And other than that, nope, just costume jewelry for me. And even then, I don't um, really like costume jewelry. That will change. Why would you not want a diamond bangle? I don't <laughs> care about jewelry. I just rather like a cool outfit or a trip. All right. <laughs> what, what we've learned today is that Amy wants a diamond bangle. Real bad. <laughs> that is I love a diamond True. bangle or a diamond, and they're not—they're not as expensive as you think they would have to be. Or like, see the a, a nice diamond necklace. I think a diamond is nice because yeah. it's like, I'm in, but it's not like here's the ring. We're getting married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like the my issue that I come across is that um, she's a woman that doesn't eat anything, right, right? Right. So I try to make all my gifts like really sentimental. But I've re- I've really like kind of used all my sentimental ideas. Engraved so. diamond bangle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all telling you, you. All you guys out there dating Amy, she wants an engraved you diamond bangle. You can go to 14 Carat or Broken English in Brentwood, and mm-hmm. you are good to go. All right. And then guys. give it to her at a Ritz-Carlton, and everything will be great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Wait, let me think of Kid. sentimental. Give me a minute. I'm really good gift well, giver. Well, I think that Wells would have to determine that his, himself because he's the one who, like, knows her intimately, right? Yeah, but sometimes you can not know about things. You know, that you're like, oh, my God, I never knew that that was a thing. Like, I didn't know that you can get Chicago deep dish pizza sent from Chicago to what? anywhere. That is thoughtful. I've wait, done that before. Wait, can you do that in New York? Because yeah, she's from New York. Yeah, you do that multiple no, places. No, um, Eileen, our boss, sent everyone that went to her wedding Deep dish Chicago pizzas as a thank you for coming Stop to the wedding. It. Expensive if, thank you. If yeah. I can get Bleecker Street Pizza to send me a slice to the house. There's a place in New Jersey that my family has had pizza sent to um, people for gifts. So there, I, if it's a well-known pizza place, I'm sure you'll be able to do they it. They like do some kind of freezing, um, dry ice type of thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. We figured it out. It's Sarah, good, don't right? listen to this oh, part yeah. of the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler okay. alert! <laughs> Let's take one email before we sign off. This is from Alexis. Her title is, John is a playboy. Can we discuss how John is such a playboy? All he does is nap all day, and then he's been on the most dates, made out with the most girls. I'm just shocked. Homeboy is killing the Paradise game, and I don't think anyone would have guessed. My whole thing is like, how is he getting away with all this? I can is tell it, you exactly how. Is it because he's just stayed open and non-committal the entire time? Okay, first of all, I love John. Um, he after he went out on his third or fourth date, he had to come. They didn't show up, but he came and apologized for breaking my date record in Paradise. And I was like, I'm just so glad it came from a guy like you and not like some like muscle-bound idiot, you know, <laughs> like just like a normal dude. Um, I'll tell you what he did. And anyone that's going to go on Paradise, you should play, you should use the John, Venmo John playbook right here. He said to every girl that talked to him, I'd love to go on a date with you. <laughs> that's what he said. Every other guy's like, you know, I don't know, you, you play, you talk to everybody and, you know, I, I would, like idiots. But John was like, yes, I would love to do that. That would be so much fun to go Aww. hang out with you. Oh, and that's you would sound so cute. And that's all any woman in paradise wants is someone to be like, oh, my God, they want to go on a date with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he killed it. I love him. 
can you wrap this um, with your Nick Vial impression? Because it's my favorite of all time. Do you want me to do all the thank yous in Nick Vial? Oh, yeah, yes, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I would die, yes. Wow, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, been great being on the show. All right. Wow. Having, a, having a really great time. Having a really great time. Uh, Sugar Bear Hair, thank you. SugarBearHair.com uh, <laughs> slash uh, almost famous uh, for beautiful <laughs> oh hair and, uh, and a healthier you. Uh, thank you to uh, uh, BioClarity. Uh, get your first month uh, for 50%, uh, which is a great, a great, great deal. Plus, uh, shopping is free on bioclarity.com. And enter uh, my code, uh, FAMOUS. Uh, it, t- it turns a little bit into... Um, Sounds a little Rain neurotic Man? right now. Rain Man? No, um, God. The, he was on SNL for a while and did oh. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it sounds a, it's a little Norm MacDonald, right? Uh, also... Um, Great company here, Blue Apron. Uh, get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash almost famous. Uh, thanks to Bowling Branch. Our, our listeners are uh, going to get 50% off your first set of sheets at bullandbranch.com. Promo code uh, almost famous. Uh, Fab Fit Fun. Remember to use our promo code, our coupon code uh, almost famous. Uh, great, great company. Uh, really great girl. Uh, $10 <laughs> off your first box at fabfitfun.com. And uh, last but definitely not least, uh, Third Love. Uh, go to thirdlove.com slash famous uh, to find your perfect fitting bra. For your perfect fitting bra and get 50 percent off your uh first purchase uh love ya thank you so much for uh, having great great show <laughs> love it all right freaking <laughs> wells nick joe yeah. <laughs> and all of them today thank you so much for being my co-host and ben uh we love you. you you slipped out but you're the greatest and thank you fantastic this is my favorite show i love it i give it an a plus joe <laughs> the grosser out <laughs> And this is actually Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 